Welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist, the podcast where we hope you connect with God to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live as an artist in His kingdom. I'm Matt Tommy, your host. Let's get started. The Lord's got something special for you this morning. Do you believe that? I, uh, I believe the Lord has got a word uh, for you this morning, and uh, it's exactly what he's been speaking all morning. Uh, the same thing that Eliza spoke, the same thing that we experienced in worship, the same thing that Gabby painted. He's just sewing this tapestry together. I've spoken five times in four days. This is my number six time. I'm tired in the flesh, but I am really energized in the spirit today for what God has uh, to give because we are in a new season. We're in a new season. God's doing something different right now, and it's the lifting of the sails. And it is our ability to hear and know and see and translate and communicate what God is doing in the spirit realm into the earthly realm. That's what the kingdom's all about, right? Jesus said, I only do the things that I see the Father doing. And so I want you to turn in your Bibles to 1 Corinthians this morning, uh, chapter 14. Say, I was created. Most of you didn't say that. I was created <laughs> to release the kingdom in power. Say it again. I was created to release the kingdom in power. You know, in 1 Corinthians um, 14, it talks about, um, you know, different gifts and that sort of thing. I want to read uh, this portion of scripture to you. It says, Verse number one, pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may, what? Prophesy. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God, for nobody understands him. Hello, right? (laughs) However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. So he's not down in it. He just like know the context, right? In that kingdom life anyway. We just got to know when the right time is to do the right things. Let that sink in because a lot of times, just like Eliza said this morning, we treat, we try to keep do, doing the things that we've been doing in the last season. Maybe the old ways you've been used to doing things, the religious ways that you came up with doing things, the way that you just think it ought to be done. But he's like, listen, <laughs> different gifts for different times, different ways to do things for different times. Same truth, Right. God's word never changes. He never changes. He's no respecter of men. But the way that we do it changes a little bit, depending on who you're talking to. I'm going to talk differently to Sam than I would to somebody that I meet in the River Arts District that is a Hare Krishna. I'm going to speak a little differently because the Lord is going to give me that just a little bit different way to speak to him. Same power, same truth, but different way to do it. That was free. That wasn't even part of what I was going to say. But he who prophesies speaks edification, say edification, exhortation, and comfort to men. And women too, okay. (laughs) He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. 
I wish you all spoke with tongues. See, Paul's trying to give a little instruction here. He's trying to teach, teach folks what's going on. I wish that everybody spoke in tongues, but even more that you prophesied. For he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks in tongues. And he goes on and talks a lot about that. Now, what I want you to understand is this whole idea that you were created to prophesy. You were cre- this is a natural part of the kingdom. That you were created to be creative. You were created to prophesy. You were created to release the kingdom of God in the unique way that He has created you. Do you believe that? Many of you don't because you're not operating in it yet. But that's a good thing because that's what today's about is activation. That Where's Gabby? That thing that you... That was so good. See, that is a perfect picture of what God wants us all to be doing. Whether you're in business, whether you're in art, whether you're in music, whether you're a teacher, whether you're uh, this, that, or the other, that you would see that which is going on in heaven by the Spirit and translate that into a communicative form that people that you interact with can understand in order that they could see and experience what God wants to say to them at that time. Do you understand what I'm saying? See, a lot of times we just think we all got to be the same. And we've talked a lot about this. But I want you to get, get this whole idea. The whole purpose of creative expression is to glorify the Father. Is wor- I mean, that's worship before Him. Number two is to release His kingdom. And it's to see the harvest come in. You've been uniquely created. God created you to be in that beauty pageant last week for a reason. He's going to put you in a place of influence There's for a reason. He created me as an artist for a reason. He created you as a businessman for a reason. He's created you as a stay-at-home mom for a reason. Don't try to be me. I'm not going to try to be you. But that's, that's the model of the kingdom. That we see what's going up there and we translate it into the earth. See, this is the deal, I think. We have reduced the gospel to a decision and some marks on an attendance chart. If we can just get them in the house and make sure they come to church every Sunday, everything will be fine. And that's just the entrance. (laughs) That's just the entrance. Jesus is, we're into the kingdom now, and now Jesus says, wow, look at all the wide and the wonderful stuff that I have for you to express in your life and through your life. My glory wants to come through you in such powerful ways. And yet we just think you're saying, well, I just need to come to church more. I just need to do this more. I just need to do that. No, (laughs) it's about this thing called dreaming with God. It's about this idea of, of, Seeing that which is in the spirit, in the place of intimacy, being in that cloud with him, being in that intimate place with him, and then saying, yes, daddy, I see the thing that you want me to do, and then boom, release it. And that's when the power shows up. Many times the reason we don't experience power in our life is because we're doing things that Jesus never said for us to do. I have a different grace on my life to release the kingdom in my life in this way than you do. You may have an anointing in, in business. Maybe when you maybe you have an anointing in architecture. What if you could build buildings, for example, that when you built them, that the glory of the Lord began to shine on that building, that the people that moved in that building favor begin to fall on their business. Why not? Well, see, I don't know anything about architecture. <laughs> 
So God's not going to call me to do that. But if I get, if I go to some conference and I hear Lance Wall now talking about some Holy Ghost architect and I'm like, well, that's the way I got to do it. Then I just, I, and I try to, well, I'm, you know, God said I got to, I got to go to architecture school and oh, I got to feel all this pressure. And then you start striving and trying to do the kingdom in ways that God never created for you to do it. Maybe God didn't create you to stand on the, on the street corner and preach the gospel. Did you know that's okay? It's a good thing. Maybe he created you to go in the prison and, and speak one-on-one. I don't know. But it's this, it's tuning our ear. Tuning the ear of your spirit to listen to how the Father has created you to release his kingdom. Could you give me some water, please? Thank you so much. Yeah, that'd be awesome. The reason that God is so creative with how he wants us to release his kingdom is because literally it carries the light and the life and the presence of God in it. When you do the things that God's called you to do the way he's called to do it, he backs you up with power. The Bible says what? Signs and wonders will follow what? Those who believe. That is, those who begin to agree with the things that the Father says about me, my position in Jesus, my position in the kingdom, signs and wonders are the natural outflow of that relationship. And so we need to begin to expect those things. Thank you very much. I can't even believe I could sing this morning. I was glad. So... It's in this place where we're releasing the light and the life of God that we become these intersection points. This is so good. I was reading a book the other day that was talking about our modern day belief of the Word of God. You know, we all say, you know, we believe the Bible is an errant Word of God, infallible, all that sort of thing. And this lady, uh, she's a, a wonderful Anglican artist and a poet. And that sort of thing. And she said, you know, she was making the, the case. She said, when, when we went through the Protestant Reformation, because there was so much excess in the Catholic Church and the liturgical church and that sort of thing, we kind of stripped all the beauty and all the majesty and all the art and all, the, all that kind of stuff away from the gospel. You know what I mean? And we kind of reduced it down to just give me the points. <laughs> just give me the nuggets. You know, I heard a guy the other day, I was out in the middle of Iowa in a cornfield, listening to, trying to find a radio station, trying to go to this church. And uh, the guy, it was on some radio station, and he said, the way to find a good church is know that they're doing systematic Bible study and teaching of the Word of God. Just boom, 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 line by line by line. We've reduced this just to, you know, nuggets of information. But I challenge you to see where Jesus ever just gave people just nuggets of information. He always wrapped it in a beautiful way that would go many times beyond their mind and connect with them spirit to spirit. And so this lady was saying in this book, she said, you know, if we believe that the Word of God is the Word of God, which we do, that it's not changing, it's forever the same, then the truth of God's Word is primo, is important, but also the way that it is communicated is also the Word of God. So the stories that Jesus told are just as much the word of God as the truth that they convey. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is a, this is a model of how 
the Father likes the kingdom to be released. Not just learn these five points, do these five things. See, that's religion, right? Get saved, go to church, read your Bible, have your quiet time, do this and you'll be fine. (laughs) Jesus was all about, there was a man. (laughs) And he had a field. (laughs) And Why? Because those stories... Look at the prophets. God had them lay down on their side and do all kind of crazy things. Why? Marry prostitutes. Why? Because, I mean, crazy stuff that, because why? Those things passed intellect. It passed their people's ability to be able to even under, be offended and boom, something happened. The kingdom in power was released. Well, see, that is the way that God wants us to, to release his kingdom as well. Not to just be, you know, three points in a sermon, you know, three points in a poem and a nice little song. Not just carrying around tracks with you with the Romans road. Well, if you believe this, 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 then you get out of hell free. That is not at all the point of the kingdom. The point of the kingdom is to release life. To release the life and the kingdom of God through whatever you're called to do. And so he is infinitely creative about how that happens. This is not just a thing for artists. You were created by the Creator to be creative. The creative Spirit of God lives in you no matter where you are. So just because you don't paint or sing or do whatever doesn't mean that your life can't have that creative essence of what God wants to release. You understand? That's really, really, really important for you to be able to have a good time in the kingdom. Jesus said, I came to give you life and that you'd have it abundant. All right. All right, let's keep moving. Well, hey, there's Matt. And you know, one of the things that I found over the years in working with artists is that real lasting change in our life happens best in the context of supportive Christian community. And that's why I wanted to take this opportunity just to take a second and invite you to be a part of my online community called the Thriving Christian Artists Facebook Group. Listen, this group is absolutely free, and over the years has actually grown to thousands and thousands of artists in just about every creative medium from countries all over the world. You know, the cool thing is that it's become a real place of encouragement and life for artists, just like you and me, who want to share their work, share their life, (laughs) connect with other artists, and really pursue everything God has for us as artists in His kingdom. Now listen, to join, all you have to do is just click the link in the show notes here and answer a couple of questions just to let us know that you're a real person and bam, you're in, okay? So listen, I can't wait to connect with you inside of my Thriving Christian Artist Facebook group. Do it now and we'll see you there very soon. All right, bye. So ultimately, our prophetic nature, how God has created us, should encourage and equip people at the same time it reveals Jesus. What does it say in Revelation? It says the, the testimony of Jesus is the what? Spirit of prophecy. That is, the essence of prophecy is just to tell people who Jesus is. To release the life of Jesus. To release the love of Jesus. To release the nature of Jesus. So whether that is for you in business, whether that for you is raising your children, when you begin to understand... See, what is a prophet? A prophet is one that sees and reveals... Hears and reveals. It's this amphibious calling. It's kind of like a frog. You can live as easily in the water as you can live on the land. A prophet is like that as well. See, we can, we can hear in the spirit and see in the spirit and know in the spirit and yet at the same time have this comfort level to be able to take what's up there 
And because we're in relationship with Daddy, now He tells us, okay, just do it this way. Bloop. Just do it that way. Bump. And the creative Spirit of God releases life when it comes to us. Paul said, who should desire to prophesy? All. Say, I am all. <laughs> I is one. I am one of them. You are one of them. All of us. This is not something that is just for the prophets or for the whoever. We're all. We all get the opportunity to prophesy, to release this kingdom. And so this idea, what we were doing today in worship, when I'm trying to, to exhort you to just make a sound, just do something. Just begin to lift your voice. See, there's something. That, this is God moves and it's our responsibility to, to respond. We're waiting on Him many times just to come zap us. And He's like, I'm breathing in you. Now, if you would respond, you're going to go to an incredible level that you never even knew before. But you've got to do something. It's called co-laboring with Him. We sit in our church. I talked about that a few weeks ago. You know, we pray, pray, pray. God, shake the city. Okay, let's go to Walmart and go shopping. <laughs> let's go to Cracker Barrel and have some chicken. They got that good fried chicken on Sunday, too. Hallelujah. Back on point, man. So the Father's trying to get us to, to flow in this thing where it's natural for you to be amphibious. Where it's natural for you to be able to swim and dance and flow in the Spirit and hear all of that. Remember people used to say, He's, of too, he's of a, too heavenly minded for any earthly good. Well, that's just religion. Religion, that, that's what religion does to you. We get so locked up in the spirit that we can't get back down to earth. You can also be of so much earthly good that you have no spiritually value because you're only been able to just walk through the, the ways that you've always done it. It's both. It's both. It's having an ear to the spirit. How do we get that? We get that through the word of God. We hear that through community with, with godly, the body of Christ. We receive the ministry of reconciliation. We receive encouragement and exhortation from each other. And then we also listen. Okay, I'm not telling you just go get in your prayer closet and be by yourself. This is a community thing. The kingdom's always about community. <laughs> okay. That's a whole other sermon. Maybe that'll be next week. Hallelujah. So, just kidding. Um, so the way that we lay hold of this dynamic in our life is something that's called faith. It's very uh, misunderstood sometimes, controversial. We use it as a church word and very few of us really understand what it means. But that's faith. Some people I've heard call it the currency of heaven. Faith in the kingdom is how transactions are made. When God moves, then I extend my faith and His power is released and transformation happens. Did you get that? Think about when you got saved. You didn't just up and get saved one day. You didn't just get up and saved because somebody preached a sermon. Maybe you thought that, but that's not what happened. The Bible says that not, we can't come to the Father unless what? Unless the Holy Spirit draws us. So He's working. So wherever you are, wherever people are, the Holy Spirit's moving and drawing 
And then at one time, maybe it was on the side of the street or, or in a church building or at a prison or at a concert or Michael W. Smith's up there singing, holy, holy, you know, whatever it is. And you just, boom, it was the right time at the right place. The Father lined it up. You were in the perfect storm and boom, He began to draw you in an intense way to a point of response. It was your faith that was the currency that was able to let you take advantage of that transaction. You extended your faith. You said, yes, I agree with that thing that I feel you saying, Lord, that I'm not worthy, that I've sinned, that I've fallen short of the glory of God, but that you, by grace, through my faith, are willing to save me and make me a new creation. I I, I give you my faith. And the Lord says, good. (laughs) It's a good thing. And now what? Power is released and transformation is released. So now what did Paul say? And, you know, the old things have passed away, all things have become new. We are new creations in Christ. Why? Because God moved, we extended our faith to receive that gift that He gives us. Can't do anything to earn it. <laughs> and now power and transformation is released. That's that faith transaction. You understand what I'm saying? Alright, so I want you to, I want to, I want to take this same model because everybody understands salvation. I hope. If you didn't, you just understood it. And if you're not saved, we can get it at the end. Okay? <laughs> we'll keep going. What I want to do now is take that model of how the Father works with you in your salvation and show you that He wants to keep doing that same transactional kind of thing with you every day in your life. <laughs> Multiple times a day. All right? You, are you with me? I hope so. All right. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Turn there. Hebrews 11.1. 1. This is something that the Lord is... Um, I've been teaching on this, and every time I teach on it with artists, the Lord kind of just shows me a little bit, a little bit. So you're getting part of the journey here, which is okay. <laughs> Let's read that. It says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Okay. So what is faith? It's a substance of things that are hoped for. It's the evidence, it's the proof of things that you can't see. Okay? I want to give you just a couple of points the Lord's been showing me about this. See if these, these hit home with you. Faith is the, and I'm just paraphrasing a little bit, okay? To bring a little clarity. Faith is the sensitivity to see or recognize that which is not yet manifested in the earthly realm and the ability, willingness, or desire to bring that into existence. It's a dance with the Holy Spirit. It's your ability. See, for example, when, when God moved upon you for your salvation, if, if you were not able to sense and understand and know what He's doing, that, again, that which is unseen, there'd be nothing there for you to transact with Him as a substance to bring it into the scene. You see what I'm saying? So faith is this sensitivity, this ability to recognize the things that God's doing and agreeing with it in order to see that which is unseen come to the scene, to the earthly realm. Okay? Let's look at another thing. Faith is the tangible result. Remember, it's the substance of things hoped for. It's the substance of things hoped for. Faith is the tangible result. Tangible means I can touch it, I can feel it, I can interact with it, right? 
Faith is the tangible result of your sanctified dreams, desire, imagination, and hope. It's the proof that the things that you see and dream about in the Spirit actually exist. I'm working on these. Listen to that. It's the tangible result. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Let me talk about Gabby. So when Gabby's up here painting that picture, that where's that thing at? That was so good. Um, <laughs> put it up again. <laughs> I want us to see that while we're talking about it. As she is painting, see, many times we think we got to know exactly what we're doing all the time. Sam's loving that I'm preaching this because I'm like Mr. Planner. I mean, <laughs> many times we think that we got to have it all lined up. But the Lord showed me the other day I was making a basket and, and I started out and I knew I was kind of going to make a vertical kind of shape and I started weaving and all this kind of stuff. And all of a sudden he just said, just squeeze it. I'm like, squeeze it? What are you talking about? The whole thing with basketry is like trying to make them, you know, make the shape. Just squeeze it. I'm like, okay, I'll squeeze. So I squeeze it. It started making this like kind of crazy form. Some of y'all saw it on Facebook. It is the most awesome thing. Well, listen, I didn't even know that I was going to be doing some crazy sculptural form at that point but in the middle of the thing the lord just said squeeze it and so i squeezed it and now it's one of the most beautiful pieces that i've and, and designers love it and people and it's like that's awesome well it, it is <laughs> i love that that's that cooperation what about if that happened in your business don't do the deal with a guy but lord it makes so much sense i'm going to make ten thousand don't do that deal with that guy <laughs> I mean, he'll let you do the deal. Don't get me. <laughs> but you won't. You hear what I'm saying? So faith, when she's up here drawing this thing, for example, when I'm making my basket, when you're doing whatever you're doing, faith is the tangible result of the things that you hoped for. Hope is what? Dreaming, desiring. It's those I wish, <laughs> I longs, I long for the things that you wake up thinking about. Faith is the tangible result of that. So this did not exist anywhere except in the spirit first. Your business ideas that God's waiting to release to you are not existing in the earthly realm right now. They're existing in the spirit. Luke 8.10, the secrets of the kingdom are your inheritance. Every problem, everything that's going on in the earth right now that needs a solution, all the solutions, all the secrets are in the swirl. <laughs> They're in the glory. They're in the context of the glory of God. They're waiting for you now to cooperate with the Holy Spirit, to have an ear to hear and now to listen and say, okay, is that one for me? I pull that one down. Well, Gabby pulled down a picture. Why? Because Gabby's an artist. <laughs> See, the enemy wants to come to you and go, well, I wish I could paint like that. Oh, I can't do anything. In fact, when I was in fourth grade, my art teacher said I couldn't paint it. And you get, the enemy just takes you off to have this little thing. and you're, you, you see what I'm saying? When maybe God's anointed you for business or for something else. See, the reason Gabby got a painting is because she's a painter. This is real simple, y'all. <laughs> I mean, it really is. Okay. So it's the tangible, this is the tangible result of what Gabby, in the context of her dreaming and her skill being developed and her doing all the stuff in worship, it's the tangible result of things that she hoped for. She hoped that she would be able to see what was going on in the glory 
and paint it in order for you to receive it. You would have... Now, I think the Lord is so wonderful. He, he gives a lot of different words to different people that just like He gave you the same word that He gave Gabby, but guess what? It came out in two totally different ways. Equal in power, speaking to different people, but confirming of one another. Why? But that's how you kind of know out of the mouth of two or three, let every word be confirmed. When you see stuff going boom, 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 boom. <laughs> You know, that's the Spirit of the Lord. So it's the tangible result. So is this making sense? The Father's got things for you that you can pull down, that you can receive as gifts when you begin to agree with Him through your faith. All right? So God draws us, we respond, and then the power is released. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.